Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about training your horse in a simple, uncomplicated way. In this episode, we are going to look at how you can add lateral work into your training. We're going to look at what lateral work actually is in the first place and the different uses of each movement. How we can apply it into our training to help different training issues we might come across And we're also going to look at what order to introduce these lateral movements and when is the best time to introduce them. Let us know what you think of this episode by screenshotting it and tagging us in it. You can find us at Decomplicating Dressage on both Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any questions about what we talk about in this episode, you are more than welcome to send us a message too. So let's start at the very beginning then with what lateral work actually is. So lateral work is just the term that we use to describe all the movements that improve a horse's lateral suppleness. So basically any movement that requires a horse to bend in their body and move sideways. So lateral movements in a test start at elementary with the leg yields. And then at medium, you're going to need travers, half passes and shoulder ins. And then as you progress up from medium level, the difficulty of these lateral movements increases. So you will need to be able to ride them more steeply. And then at PSG, you're going to need to be able to ride a half pass, then a flying change, then a half pass, just in one long side. And then at inter one, you need to be able to ride three half passes in the space of a centre line, still with the flying changes in between each one. And then finally at Grand Prix, you need to be able to ride five half passes with the flying changes in between. So there are four different natural movements, leg yields, shoulder ins, travers, ronvers and half passes, which is actually five, five lateral movements. So 
you can go into counter shouldering and things like that but the most basic lateral movements that are in the test are your leg yield shoulder and travel on bearing half boss to avoid having to go through each one and what they are and how you ride it and so on which i feel could end up being five completely separate episodes I've put up a diagram on the Decomplicating Dressage website which has all the different types of lateral movements and what they look like. So what I'll do is I'll put a link in the description for that so you can see that and have a look if you're unsure what each one is. But let's go into why these lateral movements could be beneficial for our horses. So we know that lateral movements are required from elementary. So from a practical point of view, you need to be able to ride the lateral movements that are required for the level you want to compete at. But lateral movements also have huge benefits to your horse's suppleness. And you can think of lateral work as the gymnastic part of dressage. It's going to help your ability as the rider to be able to move your horse around and make them athletic. But it also helps you as the rider to gain the ability to be able to control different parts of your horse independently. When doing lateral work, you need to be able to ask your horse to move their shoulders one way or bring their hindquarters in another way. You also need to be able to ask for more impulsion or more suppleness or a more secure contact whilst in that lateral movement, which is naturally going to require you as the rider to have more control over your horse and their body. Lateral work can also be used as a great training tool to fix a huge variety of training issues and at the end, we'll go through lots of different training issues you can come across and the different lateral exercises that will be able to help. Bottom line, though, is that there are so many benefits about lateral movements. It improves their agility and their manoeuvrability. It improves their attentiveness and their responsiveness to the aids. It improves their balance. It improves their straightness. It improves their engagement and bend in the hind leg. It improves their hips ability to be able to kind of open and close and it improves the strength of their abdominal muscles and their hind legs and it creates more freedom in the shoulder. So essentially it's very beneficial. So now you know it's good and we want to put it in. What do you need to have in place in your training before you can introduce these lateral movements? So before we start thinking about lateral movements with our horse, we need to have a certain degree of control over our horse. So we need to have the basics in place. Now, when we talk about the basics, we, as dressage riders, like to refer to the scales of training. And these are rhythm, suppleness, contact, impulsion, straightness and collection. So think of these as the basic building blocks that you need in place to have a well-trained horse that you are able to control. But something that a lot of people forget when we look at the scales of training is that as you go through the levels, the degree to which you need each one increases. So for example, the amount of suppleness your horse needs at a prelim is just enough for you to be able to ride a 20 meter circle, maybe a 15 meter circle. But by the time you get to Grand Prix, 
that suppleness needs to be enough that you're able to ride five half passes down the centre line with a flying change in between each one. So in other words, you need a hell of a lot more suppleness if you're at Grand Prix than you do at prelim. And the same applies for all those scales of training. But the bottom line is, if you are able to influence your horse's impulsion, so you're able to ask your horse to go more forward and come back, if you have a relatively secure and stable contact, and if your horse works over their back into round frame, and you have enough suppleness to ride, say, a 15-metre circle, then I would always say you're able to start introducing the lateral movements. Now, this might not necessarily mean that you are going straight in and looking at your half passes, but it means that you can start to add in or start to introduce these lateral movements a little bit. And we'll go through what order you can introduce them to later. So when should you introduce the lateral work then? So let's say you have these basics in place. When should you introduce them? So I always say to my clients, there are three reasons why we might introduce our horse to a lateral movement. The first one was, will be that we need it for a test or for the level that you'd like to compete at. The second reason is that it might improve your basics or those scales of training. So you might add in a lateral movement to improve your horse's rhythm or their suppleness or their contact and so on. And the third reason why we might introduce a lateral movement is because it might help improve a training issue that we're having. So the first one is just, it's just a practical thing. If you want to go and ride an elementary test, then you need to teach your horse to do a leg yield. And the same as if you want to ride an advanced medium, you need to teach your horse how to do a flying change. But the process of us teaching our horse a new movement is just that, it's a process. So we introduce them to a new aid and we show them how we want them to react when we put this aid on. Now, especially when first introducing lateral movements, the concept of stepping sideways can seem really foreign to our horses. So after a long time where we've spent saying we want them to push forward and into a contact and be really straight, the concept of stepping sideways can seem a bit weird. So this takes time in itself. But then you might also find that they might get it wrong or they might get confused or they might make a mistake. But after they've got to grips with this new concept, you need to then work on your ability to be able to influence your horse in this movement. So can you move their shoulders? Can you move their hind end? Can you ask for more or less activity? Can you ask for more or less bend and so on? And then once you have this control, you then need to look at getting that movement being of test quality. So making sure that the rhythm stays the same, that the contact stays consistent, that the shoulders always lead slightly. This whole process takes time. And so you need to be looking ahead to when you want to do an elementary or a medium or an advanced medium, and then you need to work backwards. Ideally, we tend to introduce the first step of teaching the aid and the reaction that we want from that aid from the age of about five depending on the horse. So this isn't going to be too dramatic. We make it more of like a game and we keep it light and easy, but it's just getting them to understand the concept of moving sideways. And they may be confused to start with. They may fall a bit through the shoulder. They may lose balance. They may lose that quality of the way of going. 
but that's okay because it means that we have enough time and then when we get to the stage where we need to start getting that test quality lateral movement the concept is already in their heads and it's less of a rush and a panic so introduce it before you need it is the main thing that I want you to take away from this that way you're not going to panic if your horse takes a while to understand the concept if you find that they lose something like the impulsion or if you come across any other problems, you have time to kind of get it all together and fix it. The second reason then to introduce suppleness is that it improves your horse's basics. So those scales of training that we spoke about. Lateral work is fantastic for improving your horse's suppleness, but it can also hugely be beneficial for all the other scales too. So in this sense, it's great to be able to use lateral movements to improve your horse's basic way of going. It's going to make them stronger. It's going to help with the contact. It's going to help with the straightness. It basically just helps with everything. So it's really important to incorporate lateral movements into your training if you are wanting to progress your horse through the levels. Now, the final reason why we introduce lateral work is to fix a training problem. So lateral work can be great for regaining control over your horse's body or for getting you as the rider to get more control. It's also really good for improving the hind leg engagement and the self-carriage, creating more suppleness in collection. So if you find that you struggle with any of these things, you can use the lateral work to create the feeling that you want and the feeling that you need and also improve their strength at the same time. So what order then should you introduce the lateral work in? So there's not necessarily a definitive guide to which ones to introduce first, but this has always been the way I've done it and it's always worked really well for me and the way that I train. Um, again, though, the process from introducing them to the movement to it being of test quality takes time and that time depends on the horse's trainability, as well as their strength and their ability to move their bodies. So we always start with a leg yield on a circle, which also called spirals. So this is a great way to introduce your horse to lateral work. So you start on a 10 to 12 meter circle just in the middle of the arena and you just use your inside leg to push your horse back out to a 20 meter circle. So the circle is going to help encourage your horse to already have that bend around your inside leg, as well as helping them to step underneath and across with their hind legs rather than running forward. So we tend to introduce this towards the later stages of their four slash five year old age group. Um, but again, it totally depends on the horse. If you find that you have a really strong young horse and you can play around with it, then that's great. But as long as it's just a play. And then we find sometimes, especially with the bigger horses, that they tend to take a bit more time to develop. So we might not end up introducing this to a little bit later on. Once they've got the concept though of a leg yield on a circle, we can then move on to the traditional leg yields. So we tend to start these off from the three quarter line and just go three quarter line to the track. Once you've established this and they get the idea, you can then build this up in difficulty as your horse gets stronger. So you can do it from the centre line to the track and then you can do it from the track back to the centre line, which the horses always tend to find more difficult because they're going like away from the fence line. 
And then once you've got really established leg yields, these are really great to play around with. So you can alter your horse's tempo, the frame, the bend, loads of stuff. And you can just have a play with these leg yields. So even with our more advanced horses, we tend to do quite a lot of leg yield work because it's just so good for getting them to be able to switch. And you can switch so easily just between left and right leg yield quite comfortably. The third one we tend to introduce then is the shoulder in. And... We tend to introduce this third because it requires a little bit more strength in the hind legs. So we need the horses to be stronger. So once our horses have an idea of the stepping sideways with the leg yields, we'll then start to introduce the shoulder ins. But we won't tend to panic if the horse might kind of fall through the shoulder or maybe not stay as supple. It's a process. So we tend to use the shoulder ins to help us gain more control over that shoulder as well as us starting to think about getting that hind leg to bend and push, which is going to be us looking towards introducing the collected work. Then we move on to Trave then. So up until now, all the lateral movements we've introduced to our horses have been a step away from our inside leg with a bend away from the direction of movement. Trave though means that the horse has to bend towards the direction of travel so that they end up stepping away from the outside leg but also having to then step around the inside leg. So this is going to be a whole different feel and concept for our horses and depending on the horse this is the one that I tend to find most horses struggle to get the idea of because they're not just stepping away from the pressure of their leg they're having to almost step into and around two sides of pressure with the outside leg and the inside leg so it also requires more suppleness as well as more strength in that hind leg when we come to the half passes though the process from travers to half pass always seems to be pretty easy and the best way i tend to introduce this is to just get your horse comfortable riding travers across the diagonal And then it's just about your ability to be able to influence your horse then within that to then be able to get your half passes. So let's look at then what we can use the lateral work for. So we spoke before about, yes, you might you need to introduce the lateral work for tests, but it can also be really good to help you fix different training problems you come across. So I've come up with six problems and this is like, There are so many problems that lateral work can fix, but this will just give you a little bit of an idea. So if you find your horse falls in on a circle, you can use leg yields to teach your horse to step away from your inside leg and lift that inside shoulder. So each time you feel they fall on the inside shoulder, you literally just leg yield them sideways a couple of steps and then carry on again. The second problem is that your horse struggles to sit and push from the hind legs or they struggle to carry themselves. So this could be a strength issue in the hind leg or just a little bit of an evasion. But you can use shoulder ins, travers and slash or, to be honest, leg yields because they all encourage the horse to step under and engage their hind legs. But they also don't allow your horse to rush forward onto their forehand. Number three, then, is that your horse is tight in the shoulder. And you can see this quite a lot if horses have a really nice hind leg, but they're just a little bit stuffy in front. But shoulder ins are great to encourage the horse to actually open out their shoulder because their outside shoulder has to stretch out to cover that ground. If you find your horse struggles to collect, 
Then travers and shoulder ends are both great because they help your horse get stronger in their hind leg and also encourages them to carry that weight behind, lift in the shoulder, bend a little bit more in the hind legs. It's just all really good. If your horse falls out on circles or falls out through the shoulder in, let's say, leg guilds, then Ronver is fantastic for this. And Ronver is something that we haven't really spoke about, but it's basically, think of it as Traver is haunches in. So Traver is then pushing their hindquarters into the middle of the arena. And Ronver is then keeping their hindquarters on the track, but their shoulders out but their head is still going in the direction of movement. Again, I have this on the diagram on the website. So if you're a bit confused as to what Ron there is, you can have a look. Um, I'll put the link in the description so you can have a look and see what a Ron there actually is. But it's super helpful um, for horses that um, sometimes fall out or fall through the shoulder. Um, it just helps them to kind of get a little bit more balance. Finally, if your horse is a bit spooky or a bit looky or they can kind of just be a little bit not responsive to your aids and attentive to you, you can try leg yields on a circle or leg yields in a zigzag. So going left, right, left, right up the long side. And this is really good for getting their attention back to you because they have to pay attention each time you swap over from left to right or right to left. It's really good for getting them to go, oh, no, we're actually going to go this way. And so they start to key into you a little bit more. Ultimately, the point I'm trying to get across is that there are so many ways you can use lateral movements to help you and your horse. They can be a huge asset to anyone's training system. And teaching your horse these different movements not only is going to help their suppleness and their straightness, and all those scales of training that we spoke about, it's also going to be extra tools in your toolbox that you can use to fix such a huge variety of problems that you may come across in your training. So even if you are training at, let's say, prelim or novice, or you're just starting out in dressage, if you have those basics in place, then don't be afraid to start introducing your horse and playing around with these lateral movements and start adding them into your training. I feel like some people kind of wait until they get to just before elementary to start introducing this stuff. Doesn't need to be the case. You can introduce it so much earlier on and it can make such a difference to your training. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share it. The best way to do this is on social media. So you can just take a screenshot and share it on stories or your posts and you can tag us in it as well to let us know what you think. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.